Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Larry. Welcome to Manipod, a podcast dedicated to men over 50. Brought to you by Manipods.com. Welcome to another Manipod. Thanks, guys, for coming back. We've done podcasts with you before. Mm-hmm. For everybody's knowledge, this is David Sirota. <laughs> and this Mark is Meeks. Mark Meeks. Meeks. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. And you can Thanks, see their podcasts yeah, on our thanks. site. We're interchangeable. As interchangeable, yeah. yeah. What we're talking about is menopause. Yeah. Do you believe in it? Does it exist? Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I've realized it every single day. <laughs> There's always something that comes up. Like right. what? Well, just not being able to deal with streaming television. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have to reboot my television. I mean, you know, arguing with my 14-year-old about, you know, how... Things were better in, in my day when you could just turn on and hear dun and dun without right. having to see do you have Wi-Fi or not. Right. right. Good point. Good Little point. Things like that. <laughs> Good any point. any aches or pains, David? Yeah, you know, I think that's what everybody notices, right? When you get a little things it seems like things take a little longer to get well and you gotta really work harder at it and you gotta, you know, flexibility, all those things, especially for men. And you know, I have tried to do things about it because I think it's important. I think we talked about this earlier that, you know, I believe it is very real. I think it starts with becoming isolated or sort of stagnated, not just in your career, but in everything. Yeah, I, I think that the, the basis of kind of avoiding it or controlling it is to embrace change. I mean, whether it's changes in your body. You know, I remember I, I've, had a, I've had knee surgery a couple of times, being a sports photographer, you know, shooting from my knees, running up and down the sidelines, whatever. And the, the doctor always would give me options. Well, you can either get a shot or we can fix it right now. Now, when uh, I tear a muscle in my bicep, the doctor says, yeah, you're gonna, it's going to look like that for the rest of your life. You don't have it. You have a choice. Wow. But you know, I'll tell you what. You can draw inspiration from men who've done it well. And in working with Mark, we've, had, we've been working on a, a professional golf project for the last year. And you get to meet a lot of these guys who have mastered the art of aging well. And the one that always comes to mind is Gary Player. He's in his mid-80s. We got to spend a lot of time with him last June. And he said some things to me that I thought were really useful for guys in their 50s, and one of them was always learn something new. He said he was still learning about golf. The guy's a, a global winner, still wants to learn something new, and he has that approach about life. And I think as long as you have that intellectual curiosity and can kind of maintain a sense of optimism, uh, those will serve you well. So oh, yeah. what about the myth of erectile dysfunction? <laughs> I mean... Does it exist? It's happened to several friends of mine. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. to the right of you? Or, yeah. uh, you know, honestly. I've always said you just can't be afraid to talk about it. <laughs> so, Mark, this is your time to just tell us. Yeah. What do you we're, we're, we're here for you. You know, I, I, I had a philosophy when I was growing up. Like, when I first got into photography, all I ever wanted to do was shoot fashion because I wanted to be around beautiful women. And then I realized very quickly it's better that I be around sweaty athletes, men, so that I can still appreciate okay. those things. And that's okay. You know, and, and not, get, not get over it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, but for me, I think the, the key also is I, I, I married much younger than me. I waited until I got into my 40s, till I got married and started my family. And, um, you know, so my wife is about 15 years younger than me, so we're on the same maturity level, you know, and I think that's the key. <laughs> You're catching up. Yeah, you yeah, He's right. He's right. He knows my wife. She's wow. way over my head. That's very cool. Do you have you noticed that you're growing hair in different places other than your head? Yeah, your ears, all sorts of things like that start to change. You're right about that. And I do think what you guys are doing, first of all, I think erectile dysfunction and things like that, people are talking about it more. It's becoming more of like a reality of like just a, a, something you maintain as you get older. And so I feel like 
men have just been behind on that. If it were the same with women, it would not have been an issue because they're much more open about having those kinds of discussions. Men, especially with other men, are hesitant to do it. Well, that's how that's how Pfizer managed to get Viagra sold, is they marketed to men first, nothing happened. They marketed to women to say, tell your husbands, buy this pill and you'll be happy. All of a sudden, the sales went you know, Allegedly. 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 You know, I honestly think that denial is a part of it. Like, like when it first comes up on you, when you realize you're not what you were in your 30s or even your 40s, you start to go, oh, it's, maybe I'm drinking too much. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's rich food. Or maybe right. I shouldn't, you know, I should exercise more. Right. And you start to, you don't realize, you kind of fight it off and deny the fact that you're getting a little older. I think for, for me, it's helped a lot having a 14-year-old son and having, because now all that stuff's on TV now. So he makes fun of it. And he says, <laughs> Dad, you, think, you know, do, yeah. you're going to need some help later on? Or what do you think? He even, even, what do you mean so, later on? So, <laughs> so even to make it more, you know, open and not be like trying to find excuses for stuff like that, whether it's his hair. And I, you mentioned the hair in weird places. It's not hair in weird places for me that, that makes me realize. It's like looking at my son and going, God, I'm jealous of my own kid. Look at the head of hair he's got. You know, I had hair down to my back. I had a great head of hair. You tell Dan Marino came yeah. around. Yeah, until he came Thanks, in Dan. and I told you that story. But, but no, it's like, you know, you start to look around and go, wow, I, I remember those days. And, right. and not be in denial of it, like sort of embrace it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you guys meet in guys' groups. Do you, do you have a bunch of guys that you get together with and talk about You know, I really stuff? don't. And I think that that's, I don't know about you. I, I have a few close friends, but I don't think you ever achieve that level of communication unless you have a group of guys where you've stated you're going to do that. Right, I think it has to be part of the mission that when we get together, we're going to have these kinds of discussions. Otherwise, yeah, I get around with other men, but you talk about sports. Right, and, yeah. you know, and it's hard to break through. Right, uh, and it depends on how much humor. Humor is a big part of it. Yes, like like David, you know, we will we break each other's chops. We've actually spent the last year in situations where we could very easily have just been in a really nice hotel. You know, both have separate rooms meet for meals, go to work. We've been sharing your Airbnbs together. There's obviously the, the, the advantage of hand relief every night, but other than that. <laughs> With each other or? No, yeah. just from him. I always oh, tell okay. him I'll pay him back and he falls asleep. He just kept putting on this one scene from Borat again and again and again. I'm like, man, you love that movie. No, it's a, it, but it's we, a beautiful thing. But we hung out together and when we're not working, we, we, you know, we, we, we just laugh. I mean, some of the jokes and some of the things that, that we share together. And then all of a sudden you get in that comfort zone and you can have a conversation about anything. And right. because, you know, my father would never speak of any of that stuff, not even with me. I mean, the birds and the bees was a book and pictures right. rather than a conversation. And I find it, you know, really different nowadays when my 14-year-old asks me questions about sex or drugs or, or, or anything like that. And, uh, and I find it that it's, my, it's an advantage for me to have friends like David where I feel open enough with him where it's not awkward with my, right. with my son. Your site wouldn't have existed. 20, 30 years ago. Right. Generation, generationally, it has changed. Yeah. I think that hopefully will continue to be that way. Uh, and the fact that you guys are doing this, you know, establishes that place. You know, it's still going to, you have to get guys to take that first step to want to have those kinds of talks. But I actually feel once people are comfortable and like the format or the platform or however you go about it, uh, I, it's really, really valuable. Do you, do you think that we are, have a better relationship with our kids than our, we did with our dads? 
Yeah. Growing up, and maybe that's why we feel and act younger. Yeah, because with my dad, he, you know, even even when I would bust his chops and say, we'll call him the old man or whatever, he'd say stuff like, "Oh, you'll find out someday. Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> find out what? Tell me." Well, for him, it, it was almost a waste of time because he didn't think I would pay attention. But I think now with the way younger people, and I, when I say younger, I talk, I'm not talking just about teenagers. I'm talking 30s and 40s. They pay so much attention to content to content like your platform, that it's, speak about it, share it. I mean, get that out there so that even though you'll look and go, yeah, I don't have that problem, it's not really interesting to me, you will ease into it rather than it come right up on you. I used to tell my friends all the time, I used to say, yeah, 40 is the warranty. Once you hit 40, all of a sudden the tires, the, yep, yep, the, the, yep. the alternator goes. It's like the, that third year of having a car, you know, right after the, the, the warranty winds up. And that's when you go. start going like this. <laughs> yeah. That's when you go. That's when you in go. Your so, you know, it, 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 it can either creep up on you or it could hit you, you know, square in the face. Well, and the other thing is you guys are, as we're trying to do, or at least I'm trying to do, uh, is to stay relevant, right? So you guys are are morphing your careers uh, in the direction of interests that you have to keep your brain working, to to have fun, to travel, mm -hmm. to do things you want to do. I think that's critical. Especially if you're going to reject the notion that you're going to work for a corporation until you turn 65 and retire. Right. And you don't want to... That's going to happen almost never right. going forward. Right. right? right. With, with anyone. Right. So... You have to, and then you look at how long people are living now. If you take care of yourself, you know, it isn't true that 60s is your retirement age. You can keep going. A lot of people prefer to work. Right. And so I feel like, you know, that makes it even more important to not just do something new, but be willing to try something entirely new if you think you have aptitude for it because you have plenty of time to do it. Right. People limit themselves. They'll say to themselves, oh, I'm in my 50s. I can't do that. But that's really not true if you think about longevity these days. Yeah. Right. And people don't want to embrace change and I think like menopause is being afraid to embrace change especially when you're doing well okay especially right. in the highlight right. of your career or whatever I, I, I remember we talked about uh, I don't know if we talked about the Elian Gonzalez saga I covered that story in Miami but I remember that's when digital cameras one day we were shooting film the Pulitzer was one the gun in the in the hand shot was right. one on a film on a film shot and we got our digital cameras the day before the raid they were the Kodak DCS 520s <laughs> they were twelve thousand dollars for a camera body wow. that when you push the button it went Click. <laughs> it had a second and a half delay, and it was so noisy that they had to invent a a software called Noise Ninja to just to counter the effects of it. Wow! But it was, and I remember photographers the day before the raid when 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 we got our cameras and they said, from here on out, you're shooting with these, saying, no, 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 I'll never switch from film. No, digital. No, weight in hand is a measure of value, and if I don't have a slide or a negative in my hand. A card that you could reformat? I, and I remember people, and I said, hey, give me that right, right. now. Because if this is day one of it, I want to be around so that when the Olympics in London are 2012 in London, I walked up to photographers with the new HDSLRs and said, hey, have you ever done video with these new cameras? Oh, no, no, no. I only shoot yeah, this. Yeah. And I'd say, good. You stay doing that. You keep doing that because I'll be ready when the time comes to embrace the Well, change. that's our message. Our message is change is good. And, you know, it's, it's scary, but it's good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we say on, on the back of our T-shirts that are available at our shop, uh, <laughs> live life, live young. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it's all about, and that's what you guys are doing. And thank you so much for coming and doing yeah, this with it's, us. Yeah, it's been we a really yeah. Thank you. Pleasure. All right, gotcha. Pleasure. Confusing you, me. Good to see you guys. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thank you. All right, all right. thanks a lot for coming. Yeah.
Hey guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear more podcasts or read great articles, get involved with the menopause community for men over 50 on menopause.com. And don't forget, live life, live young.